What's going on, guys? Welcome to The Holy Hustle. My name's Jalen. And my name's Zach. Here at The Holy Hustle, our goal is to provide real-life examples, our experiences, and provide practical steps to help you become a true disciple of Jesus in our world today. And just to do life together. So without further ado, make sure you guys hit the follow button, the like button, the subscribe button, and you come back every week for a new episode. Let's get right into it. So what's up, bro? Man. How's your week? Chilling, man. It's been good. Good? Uh, Finally got a little bit of sunshine. That's been nice. I know, bro. Actually, what was it? The other day it was like 50? Yeah. 50 something? And then it dropped to... Uh, like 11. 11. Yeah. And we're in Kansas City, by the way. Yeah. So KC Mo. Here got the, the Super Bowl coming up too, Chiefs. Yes. It's a yes. big one, yeah. Big KC natives here, baby. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, Pat. Trav. <laughs> Trav, we've been watching the new podcast, New Heights. Yes, sir. Loving it. It's a good Loving one, man. It. Good. Um, I didn't have anything too crazy this week. I've actually had a really chill week. I took today off from the gym. That was bad of me. That's not a good move. Not bro. good. You can be fat now. <laughs> it's all After downhill. After one day. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> oh, man. We're so excited for the podcast, y'all. So excited. Um, as you guys could hear from the intro, uh, basically just going to talk about what it looks like to be a follower of Christ in this generation. Um, we feel like people get so caught up in Christianity and a religion um, as opposed to having a relationship with Jesus. So we're here to kind of bridge that gap and, you know, hopefully. Um, bring some attention to the true purpose of life. Yeah, man. Bring some hope to the world. Um, clear up some of those dark skies. Uh, help people climb higher in their journey. Because um, one thing that we know as Christians is that the, the deal's not done the day you raise your hand at church, oh, yeah. man. There's no. a whole journey ahead, and it's beautiful, and it's exciting. Sometimes it can be scary. But at the end of the day, man, it's I'm getting goosebumps just thinking Literally. about how good God is. And first of all, we just want to give honor to God. Um, you know, you hear a lot of things in the world about how, you know, uh, the kingdom of God is coming down and church attendance is down. But we actually feel that this is a time in, in the world where we it's have momentum, upbringing. man. Yeah, yeah. We, have, we have momentum coming up. We've got people who are hungry for the word, hungry for the Lord. Um, and no, none of us are perfect. Jalen and I are far from far perfect. from it. Yeah, far from perfect. But one thing we do know is that um, we've had a lot of good people in our lives just pouring into us, um, showing us what it means to be a, a follower and a disciple of Jesus. Um, we read, we research, we study our Bibles together, mm -hmm. and we have the best intentions um, with this podcast. Um, we pray for you guys every day, um, and again, with the most humble hearts that we can possibly bring, we just want to say thank you for joining us. Uh, we hope, hope that we can provide some hope for you, yeah. some knowledge, some wisdom, some yeah. stories, um, and just help you navigate world, man. It's kind of crazy out there, but yeah. you know, this is a place where you can be feel safe and feel welcomed and, and learn about Jesus. And That's so good. So much more. So yeah, we're excited, man. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, to piggyback off of that, basically the first thing we want to answer, the first question we want to bring to you guys is what does it look like to be a follower of Christ? Ooh. And, uh, we were talking before we started, you know, hitting the record button and we were like, man, it's a heavy question. The reason yeah. it's a heavy question, too, is because there's so much to it. It's easy when you know you give an answer as to what it looks like to be a follower of Christ, but to fully act that out and to fully understand what that means is it's it's a lot. deep. Yeah. It's deep. Yeah. Um, I like to speak in metaphors. Uh, and there's, there's a metaphor, I forget the name of the tree, but there's a type of tree where you plant one and somehow the root system grows up and another one comes mm -hmm, out from it. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's called not an olive grove or an oak grove, but something. But anyway, yeah. um, you plant one tree and multiple come from that. Um, and so I think that the Bible is, is like that, man. You know, uh, um, one of the people that I really respect in the, in the world of you know, Christianity, his name's Timothy Mackey, um, super, super smart guy. But 
he's used that metaphor to kind of explain to us and, and disciple us and say um, the word of God was a seed that was once planted. And now from that seed, more seeds pop up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, Jalen, I'll ask you first. What, is, what do you feel like it means to be a, a follower of God in our world? Man, um, that's a good I think, one. I think uh, I'm going to answer it like this. You know, people always ask, you know, if you could describe this in one word, if you could describe, you know, so-and-so in one word, I'm going to say, if I could describe what it looks like to be a follower of Christ in one word, I would say sacrifice, mm. um, just as Jesus did for us. And when I say sacrifice, I don't mean, you know, I'm saying, you know, forget everything else in my life. I'm going to sacrifice everything else in my life and just focus on Jesus as you should. But me, for example, I'm going to, you know, put myself out there and say, as a follower of Christ and somebody who has a social media platform, I am tempted every single day by every other creator to say, you know, forget what Jesus has called me to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. And this podcast is a pure example of that. Instead of, you know, sticking to the norm and saying, oh, I'm going to post I'm going to post a dance every day or yeah. I'm going to post something, you know, sexual with my girlfriend, just like everyone else does every day yeah. or something that's normal on social media that you guys see every day. It's sacrificing that type of stuff and saying, you know what? I'm in this world, but I'm not of it. Yeah. Jesus has called me to something way greater than I could ever imagine. And so I'm going to sacrifice the things of be or sticking to the norm and step out of my comfort zone and do what God has called me to do, not what the world has called me to do. Yeah, man, that's so good. And I can attest to that. I mean, obviously, Jan and I are the closest of friends, so maybe it doesn't mean as much coming from me, but I do get to see him day in and day out. Just be a good dude, man, and have a good head on his shoulders. And it's awesome. First time I met him, I was like, who's this guy? He's like, he sucks. Dude, we were in Connect Group. He I remember sucks. that. I remember <laughs> yeah. that, bro. We were in Connect Group. Yeah. And uh, everyone was like, because everyone in Connect Group used to make a huge deal. Like, oh, yeah. Jalen's oh. TikTok famous. Yeah. And I was like, bro, like, like, stop. I'm here to learn about God. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. And I, was, I saw him. I was like, it was like the intro at church group, like, Oh, tell us your name and a fun fact about you. And Jalen said, like, I'm Jalen and I'm from Iowa or something like that. And everyone's like, no, you're Jalen. You're TikTok famous. And I was like, this guy, he sucks. But then fast forward, what, year two, yeah, he's yeah, one yeah. of the groomsmen of my wedding. One of the closest friends I've ever had. But <laughs> anyway, we got off track there. Um, yeah, man, I think that's awesome. That's a great response. Uh, sacrifice is huge. And there are a lot of characteristics of Jesus that we choose to embody. Mm -hmm. And I think it says a lot about a person when you ask them, you know, one word, cause it's, it's impossible to, you to can't, boil it. yeah, you yeah. can't, you can't boil it down to one yeah. word mainly because God is so simple yet complex in mm -hmm. a really beautiful way. Um, if you want to know about the character of God, you can go to Exodus 34, six through mm -hmm. seven, I think it is. Mm -hmm. And it explains the character of God. Um, and from there, you also get to understand the character of Jesus, two different, uh, uh people, obviously one being, but anyway, um, yeah, if, if you were to ask me what does it mean to be a, a follower of, of Christ in our world, um, it would be somebody that meditates on the word. Um, oh, if I had to choose one, there's a lot I could say. But Man. if I had to choose one, I would start with a person who meditates on the word because I feel like a person who meditates on the word is somebody who can grow in understanding. The Bible uh, is so dynamic that you can read it once, read it twice, read it three times, and, and it just still, continues to grow. Yep. It's like a tree, you yep. know? And I feel like when you get to the point where you really want to seek God and learn something about him, you're going to open that Bible and mm -hmm. you're going to find some mm -hmm. wisdom in life. And to, and to you know, reiterate 
you know, what he's talking about on meditating on the word. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, the word is God breathed. So yeah. it's, it is physically from God himself telling us as Christians, as followers of Christ, this is a rule book as to how to live life. Yeah. Yeah. A guidebook for how you can live the best life possible. Mm-hmm. It takes time, man. Um, you, re- you raise your hand at church or you give your life over to Christ at some point. Some of us were born into it. Some of us made the decision later on in life. But the important thing is, is you start to seek God. Matthew six thirty three: seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he'll give you everything you need. Mm-hmm. You go from that point and when you start to seek God, you start to find answers and then you can provide answers and hope for the world. And we're no geniuses. We're no yeah. Bible scholars. Yeah. We're relatively new in our journey ourselves. I mean, we've been Christians for a long time, but like truly studying the Bible and being disciples, it's only it brings been a, a whole different side of you out, a whole different side and a side of you that's beautiful. And mm-hmm. you start to look at yourself and you're like, man, I'm a little bit different now. Yeah. People start looking at you and asking questions. Why are you smiling? You know, things I can tell this person has fruits in their life and they mm-hmm. want to know what it's about. And that's when you got to give God the glory because you take credit, uh, that is not yours, yeah, you know, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that's great, dude. And you know, you kind of mentioned it. We've been Christians for, you know, so such a long time or however long. Um, but for those of you that are new, cause it's crazy, crazy. This happened the other day. Um, <clears throat> one of my buddies back home in Iowa, haven't talked to him in probably like, no joke, 15 years. Dang. Like, and I'm 25, y'all, so. <laughs> Since bikes. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. we grew up playing baseball together. And uh, this kid, once we got out of, like, middle school or whatever, high school, he got really, really weird. And I don't like saying that because that's not nice. But, like, he was yeah. a weird kid, bro. Yeah. And uh, he actually even tried hitting on, like, moms of our old baseball team. Hot take. Wow. And we were like. We're like, what's going on with this kid, bro? <laughs> anyway, all this to say, I haven't talked to him in so long. So I'm like, bro, why is, why is this dude texting me? He even texted me and he said, what's up, five? I was like, five? As in like the number I wore <laughs> when we played baseball together? That's I haven't crazy. heard that in years. So I didn't have his number saved or anything. He goes, what's up, five? Can I call you when I get time off of work? Of course, I see it. I'm like, man. It's you like that it text is. you get from like that one person. You're like, <laughs> Yeah. Why? Like, what? Anyway, so I respond. I'm like, yeah, bro, you know, you can give me a call when you're off or whatever. I'm thinking it's just going to be like a, you know, quick call or whatever. Like, he probably just had a question. This dude was like, hey, bro, I haven't, I know I haven't talked to you in a long time, but like, I see how your life's been. I see what's going on in your life. And uh, I just need help, bro. Like, I need Mm -hmm. guidance. And I was like, this is crazy. This is God. Yeah. And I, the only answer I could give him was, and I feel like it was God speaking through me. I was like, man, like, you know, you see my life on social media and everything, but deep down, bro, like I had struggles and everything way before social media. Yeah. Um, because he was like, you know, I feel like my life is such a mess compared to everyone else's. And I was like, dude, my life's a mess too. Like, yeah. don't let social media fool you. I know I'm super happy on social media, posting TikToks and whatnot, because yeah. I am, you know, I'm joyful. I got the oh, yeah. Holy Spirit in me. But deep down, I was like, bro, everybody goes through stuff, but I'm going to tell you one thing and one thing only for your piece of advice. Jesus. Yeah. And I just told him my testimony and like how my whole life changed after I gave my life to Jesus. And he was like, dang, dude, I'm actually living with my grandma right now. And, uh, her and my sister go to church sometimes. So maybe I'll just go with them. I was like, no, not maybe bro go. Like, and it's not, you'll realize too. Like if you go to church, you're going to realize like, okay, I feel like nothing's changed. I was like, if you feel that way, know that you have to seek Jesus. Yeah. It's not just to go to church and, 
you know, hear some songs because, you know, in the beginning stage of becoming a believer and you're going to church, you don't know any of the songs. Yeah. So you're not singing unless you're like the Holy Spirit just fills you as soon as you walk yeah. in the door and now you start praising. Wouldn't it be Norm- nice? Yeah. Normally that's not how it works. You're going to go and you're going to be like, man, I'm not even trying to be here. And yeah. then, then you really realize what it's like to be, become a Christian and you start to seek God. You start to read. You start to pray. You start to do all these things. Mm-hmm. So I told him, I was like, bro, it's a process. But if I can tell you one thing. Get 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 in a church that you enjoy. Yeah. Get a Bible yeah. and start reading. And yeah. even if you don't know God, pray to Him. Mm-hmm. Pray to God and know that He's going to answer your prayers as long as it's His will that's being done. Yeah. And it was just crazy because I was like, dude, I haven't talked to this dude for years. Oh yeah. And of course, God was like, hey, bro, I know you don't want to talk to this guy, but you've got you know you've got a purpose in talking to him. Yeah, absolutely. And that's another key thing. I mean, that maybe even goes unnoticed in that is a huge part of being a, a believer in Christ is sharing the word with others. Mm-hmm. You know, um, sacrifice is huge and seeking God is huge, but sharing the goodness that God has put on your life with others, giving him the credit is huge. So good. Um, so yeah. And, and you know, we went to Chipotle one time and this homeless guy came up to us and we were sitting there eating, talking about Jesus probably. And comes up to us and he's a little rough around the edges. And th- this isn't us patting on our backs of yeah, any no. goodness that we've done at all. We're yeah. just trying to provide examples, but, um, Anyway, he comes over to us and he's cussing and just having a really kind of abrasive interaction really, with us. Really uh, <laughs> aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 bro. And uh, long story short, we, we pray over him and we, we took that moment to share the salvation prayer with him. Um, and where that goes, we don't know, but mm-hmm. we'll find out in heaven. And that's the hope that we have is that that seed that we planted um, continues to grow in his life. And for generations to come, you know, um, and yet to kind of piggyback off of what Jalen said too, I think it's so important that, you know, you become a believer, someone you might, you know, you might be listening right now or watching this video and you just raise your hand at church or you just mm-hmm. are starting to build that relationship with Christ. And maybe you open your Bible and you're like, dude, what's happening? Where do I, go? I don't know. Yeah. After, after Adam and Eve, I'm so confused. Um, use other tools, seek, seek help, find someone in your life who, who's been there, who's traveled the, the road a little bit further than you have. And, you know, take time to, to learn the word. Don't mm-hmm. rush through it. One thing that you have to understand is that Jalen knows, too, is when you make that decision, it's a lifelong journey. You're, mm-hmm. you're not going to arrive until, you know, we see Jesus and, or, or until we re- reach heaven. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's beautiful, man. And you get in the word. You start to use resources. Some of the resources that we use, Bible Project, um, found this website the other day called the Logos Bible app. These are not plugs or anything yeah. like that. We're not, no sponsorships, but these are things that we've ha- found that have been helpful. It's our first episode. <laughs> yeah. We're like, we're like throwing out sponsors already. Yeah. Um, join a group at your church. Like you said, find a community of people um, who you are okay with your life turning up like or ending up like. Mm-hmm. Um, if you find people or if you look up and the people you surround yourself have things going on in their life that you don't love, find some people that do have things in their, in their life that you love. Yeah. Um, if you don't see fruit, man, don't pick from that tree. Don't mm-hmm. eat from that tree. Learn, That's so good. Learn from Adam and Eve. Yeah. I mean, how many times are we going to make the same mistake over again? And it, our pastor talked about it Sunday. Humility is huge. Um, Humility and surrounding yourself with other believers. Yeah. Yeah. True believers. You know, it's, it's very easy to say. What was, that, the, what was the title of his scripture or of his sermon? It was, uh, I'm going to pull it up. Go yeah, ahead, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> it, it, and definitely not coming down on our society or anything like that. I actually believe that there's more more believers and more disciples out there. Um, I just think that it's time that we start talking and sharing the word. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we because who knows how much time there is? Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, when Demar Hamlin went down, we start to find out all these people on ESPN are Christians. All these athletes, all these people are praying. And it's like, why wait? Yeah, and it's like, what a beautiful moment for us to come yeah. together. We got yeah. to see a reenactment of Lazarus. This man was dead on the field. We dead. saw him firsthand, and he was brought back to life. Mm-hmm. Praise God for his miracles. Praise God for the first responders that were there. Um, praise God for the miracle overall. But man. Only God. Only God can make that happen, first of all. And second of all, let's be sure to give him glory. Mm-hmm. And third, <clears throat> let's use this time as momentum to continue to say, I'm a Barrel believer too. Yeah. Barrel roll with this thing. Yeah, let it grow, man. Um, COVID took a big big hit out of uh, church attendance and other mm-hmm. things in our world. And that's okay. Um, it happens. I think it was kind of a cleansing. Um, but what I also know is that, again, like I said earlier, this is a time of momentum where we can really you know, start to build yeah, something. Bro. yeah. Um, I pulled it up. The it's crazy. We were talking about that. The sermon. The title of his sermon was "Teaming Up to Go Up." Yeah, that's right. That's right. And basically, I'm gonna try and you know shorten this one sermon in like a couple paragraphs. But basically, what it was about is in order to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth, do not think that you will ever do it in isolation. That's right. Do not think you are ever going to grow in your relationship with God in isolation. Mm-hmm. Your relationship with God is two people already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you want to keep growing that relationship, surround yourself with other believers, other people who are going to um, help your journey, help your process of growing in that relationship with God even stronger. Um, one verse that he had brought up was um, Exodus 24, 12 through 13. I don't have it. I'd have oh, to yeah. open my Bible. Um, but it says, I, basically it summarizes, you need help to go to higher places. Yeah. Your calling is so much greater, so much higher than you could imagine. Don't think that you're going to be able to get there alone. Yeah. That's God's, so, God's put people in your life to help you get there for a reason. That's so true. And, and being discerning of who you allow into your life is huge. You know, we've both had friends in the past who we thought were... Um, leading us in the right direction or, mm-hmm. or had the same mindset. And, you know, people grow. I, I believe oh, people yeah. grow and change oh, yeah. and improve. And, you know, I, I'm not the man I am today that I was five years ago. So thank God for that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. For real. But, uh, but one thing I do know is, like, being discerning and ha- having high standards for who you allow into your circle. I mean, the people that I call my circle, I could fit in. I could fit them in my pocket, bro. Yeah. There's not a lot of them. I got a lot of friends and a lot of acquaintances, kind of like Pastor Kyle talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but being discerning and having mm-hmm. high standards, you got to have someone that is ahead of the road, someone that's on the same path as you and someone who's maybe a little bit behind so you can continue to build the faith, yeah. share God's word that way, you know. Um, exactly like you said earlier um, is what he said in the sermon. Is their fruit matching yours? Yeah. If their fruit's not matching yours, or if it's not what you what want. Are we, what are we doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that doesn't mean... I feel like a lot of times uh, people from an outside view of, a, of Christianity, they look at people who may not uh, associate ourselves with other people who aren't believers. They think of it as like, oh, they think they're so much better. And that happens a lot. Yeah. I feel like that happens way too much. It's a shame. It is. It is. But as a Christian from the inside view... Just like we were talking about, your fruit doesn't match ours. If you're not chasing after the kingdom of, of heaven, I'm not going to 
pursue a relationship with you. Yeah. I love you. By all means, I love you. Yeah. God told me to love you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if your fruit doesn't match mine, I can't be in tandem with you. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that I don't care for you or love you or that I can't help you. Because like, like you said, people change. Yeah. Maybe your views on God change. Maybe you do come home to being a Christian or being a child of God. But until that day happens... I've got to keep myself separate from the fruit that you're creating. Yeah, that's and it, it takes a lot of humility to say that because one thing I used to think was that um, I'm greater than what my mm-hmm. friends are. I can overcome the people that I surround myself with and still be a great man. Yeah. Until I started to surround myself with better people, moved out of a city that I shouldn't have been mm-hmm. in in the first place. I met my wife there, but yeah. met a lot of my closest friends there, um, but moved to a city that I shouldn't have been to in the first place, doing things I shouldn't have been doing. Um, and I thought, oh, I can overcome this, you know, and, and then now I get to surround myself with good people and man, it's, it's, it's a whole different world and it's not like, uh, kumbaya, sunshine and rainbows all the time. It's growth. And sometimes we poke at each other and I know I've said things and you've said things to me Mm -hmm. that you're just like, you know, what's he, what's he saying? Like, what's he really mean behind that? But eventually it resonates. It resonates. Yeah. yeah, And you're like, he, he. He loves me. Yeah. 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 That, that person loves me. He cares about me and my heart and my soul. That's so um, good. Oh. And yeah, and it's important, man, because when you start to raise the standards of who you, when I say surround yourself with, mm-hmm. I play video games with some dudes. That, I like, who put dudes. Yeah. 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 Who you're like, yeah, I'm, I know them, been friends with them for a long time. Guys I text regularly, mm-hmm. hang out with them, go watch games with, all this stuff. But, and those um, are those are friends, as you should have. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like again, I'm not, I'm not like we're not talking no. from the from a perspective of like. We're not saying go ditch all your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but find some good people. Yeah, f- find some good people because if your fruits don't match when it comes to growing in a relationship with God. Now, if you have a friend who says, oh, "I'm a believer," but you don't never see him in church, you can't ever talk to him about God. Mm-hmm. You can't ever pray with him. Are you sure that? Y'all are friends because you're both Christians. Are you sure that you're friends because you both ha- are? you know, making the same fruit or are you guys just friends because you're friends? Yeah. And one big thing, Oh, I got two good Go things. For I it. Think. So first, when you open up your Bible, man, get a Bible. I use actually uh, the Tyndale Bible. My wife got it for me on our wedding day. Actually right here is the card she wrote. Uh, Jalen actually is the one that gave me this. I don't I, know if you remember that. At the I wedding. did give you that, yeah, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Hey, Emily wanted you to have this. And I was like, what? And bro, I go to my Bible, open it up. Galatians 6 verse 9 is a scripture I hold dear to my heart. And she mm-hmm. she highlighted it and wrote a little note by it. And boy, I cried like a baby. <laughs> if anyone was at my way and they saw me cry. Anyway, hey, that's, that's, that's love. And we're going to get to relationships another time. Dude, but... We got a lot to talk about. <laughs> it almost feels like this episode right here is is us having a handful of seed and just throwing just it. Just throwing and, it. Yeah. And all these other trees are going to pop up. And we are super excited. We seriously... Humble, as humble as we can be, we are grateful that you're yeah. here with us. But so two quick things. One is the tree and its fruit, Matthew, Where you at? Matthew, Matthew 7. Yeah, okay. so Matthew 7, um, verse 15 through 20. This is the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew, what is it? Matthew 5 through like 8 or 5 through 7 is the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus' mm-hmm. best sermon, it's beautiful. Wisdom mm-hmm. that will change mm-hmm. your life forever. Go read it. Matthew's just again for note, Matthew 5 through 7. Go read it. Take you 20 minutes, change your life forever. Um but in Matthew seven fifteen through 20, the tree and its fruit says, you can identify them by their fruit. That is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so can you 
identify people by their actions. Mm-hmm. That's wisdom from Jesus, the man himself, first of all. Yeah. Um, so again, and we'll get to it, what kind of fruits should we see in our life? But his Bible's marked up, boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was about to, hey, I was about to show y'all. Look, Matthew got all sorts of highlights. Yeah, okay? yeah, 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 yeah. And that's just the New Testament in general for me. Yeah. I, I highlight the crap out of the New Testament. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to work on highlighting the Old Testament, but some a lot of the Old Testament is just like historical stuff. So it's like that, dude. We'll get to that. Yeah, that's we'll good. get to that though. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah that's a big. That's, it's not necessarily like it's not that one. it's unworthy of being highlighted, but no, it's no. like you got to interpret it in a completely different way. Yeah, and we've been talking about that a bunch lately but this we'll is, get there that was our goal this year is to grow to appreciate the old testament more yeah and man it's it's not episode, now that we're in it, it we're like it's not episode man. one material <laughs> yeah. but we'll get there yeah. um anyway and number two is um there are a few things in your world and your life that will last forever mm. um i believe uh marriage will last forever for the course of your life yep. um your relationship with christ lasts for for the rest of your life and outside of that, I mean, family, kind of. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had a rocky relationship with my family, um, my biological family. But um, when you start to think about who you surround yourself with, you care about these people. You want to be with them for a long time. Um, you want them to be on the same path as you are. Right. Today, Jalen and I are huge NFL fans. We could, we'll get to it. We'll, we could talk sports for yeah. days. Yeah. We love to talk about cars. We love to talk about golf. We love yeah. all this stuff. Which we'll talk about that stuff too. Yeah, we'll get to that. But, Trust us. <laughs> but what happens, we went golfing a couple weeks ago. We mm-hmm. saw an older man, shoulders messed up, can't really golf anymore. Really sad to see, but it looks like he's lived a good life. Yeah. So he can't golf anymore, so he might not go to the golf course anymore. He doesn't see his friends. So what connection does he have to them anymore? Mm that thing is gone. Mm-hmm. What if we stop liking football? What if we stop caring about cars? That relationship is gone because our relationship is built on something of this world that will not last. So what Firm do you foundation. do? Yeah, so, so what do you do if you wanna have a relationship with somebody forever? You build a relationship on Christ because that's the one thing that so good. forever is gonna be there with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As long as you <clears throat> seek him, you're gonna find him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It might come in bits and pieces, but again, um, you can tell the strength of a relationship oftentimes by what it's built off of. Mm-hmm. Some things can last a long time, yeah. your career. Yeah. Some things last forever, your relationship with Christ. Yeah. Some things last two years. Mm-hmm. Shoes for me. Yeah. I got big into Jordans. Got some friends from the Jordan, mm-hmm. from the Jordan scene. I'm wearing Jordans right now. That's just not who I am anymore, though. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And one of my close, our close friends, Kirill, mm-hmm. big sneakerhead. That's one of the things him and I started our relationship like having in common. Yeah. But our relationship is built on Christ. Yeah. So while one of us goes away, we are still close. Yeah. So. For example, Kirill's been, he, they just had a baby. Hey, Alex and Kirill, we yeah. hope you guys watch this Can't all the way see through the... or hear it all the way through. But uh, we're so happy for you guys. Um, but for example, like they've been out of church because their baby just was born. And we still know that deep down, like they're in church with us still, whether mm-hmm. they're watching online or just praying. We know like deep down our relationship is still there. And uh Kind of exactly how you were just saying. I was going to say, think about like how many times you've had a job for like a short period of time, whether mm-hmm. it's like a year, two years, whatever. I know Ashley last year had a job for like a couple months. Yeah. Um, but think about those jobs that you guys have. Think about how many times you don't talk to your coworkers anymore. Why is that? Yeah. Well, because you only talk to them when you were at work with them. The only time you probably ever, ever, ever continued to have a friend that was a coworker was you A, built your relationship with them on something that you had a different interest in, or B, you built that relationship on Jesus. Right. So whether that relationship that you had with your coworker was um, 
shoes, for example. Mm -hmm. Say it was shoes, okay? Well, what happens when in three years, like, man, I'm really not even into shoes like that no more. Now what? Are you even going to talk to that same friend anymore? Doubt it. Yeah. You guys might go get drinks or something every other weekend or whatever, but and I'm, ta I'm talking about from a right now a man's perspective, like as a dude's perspective. Chances are you're probably not going to talk to that coworker probably ever again. Yeah. Now, if your relationship with that person is built on Jesus, a firm foundation that you know is never going to fade, because I tell you what, I don't think I've ever met a Christian who was a Christian and stopped becoming a Christian. Yeah. And I know there's people out there, most yeah. definitely, I'm sure there is, but I've never ran into somebody who had a relationship with Jesus and then said, nah, yeah. not for me anymore. One of, the, one of the main people that actually brought me into the faith mm -hmm. has turned his back on mm -hmm. Christ since then. And this is, this is a little heavy probably for episode one. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it, it's the community, man. Yeah. You start to notice the people that he was around and who he is around now. And, you, and, I, and it clicks. And you're yeah, like, yeah. And I think too. Uh, but God's good, man. God, yeah. God's timing is different. Yeah, he doesn't care about he doesn't care about what time it is right yeah, now. He's no. like, I got time. Yeah, I like, got time. Like what's his name said? I just looked at my wrist. I got time today. I got time. <laughs> Money yeah, we yo. still know some secular yeah, music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that's so that's so good though, dude. Because I feel like, uh, and again, like some people might you know grow up in a Christian home or yeah. And I feel like most of the time, and I I feel like I want to speak to a certain demographic right now. People anywhere from the age of like eighteen to like twenty five, like our age. Yeah. I feel like there's a certain group of people in that demographic, specifically around our age, because I feel like I've seen it so much, where yeah. they, they're like, yeah, man, I grew up in church, but I just, you know, it's not for me anymore. And I'm like, dude, church is for anyone, first of all. Second of all, you may have grew up in a home, but did you know that, that you know, was a Christian home? You may have grew up in a Christian home, but did you know Jesus? Yeah. Like, there's a difference between saying, oh, I grew up go, you know, going to church or I grew up a Christian. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times that's where I see those people fade off from being a Christian. And it's because you never really truly understood who Jesus or who God was. Yeah. Having that relationship with Jesus is truly what it means to be a Christian. And that's why you know, a lot of times, it's not that I don't like the term Christian. I like the term child of God yeah. or follower of Christ. Yeah. And it's pra for practice. specific practicing Christian. Yeah. And it's yeah. for a specific reason. It's not because I'm like, oh, Christianity sucks. It's because no, he's called us to be his children, not yeah. Christians. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's so true. And like, um, a big part of that too, when you see people who, um, my tenants at one of my, at my rental property, I was talking to him this past week actually about a lot of stuff. We just got deep. I was fixing a door and then we got in a really deep conversation. <laughs> that's just kind of how I work. Um, and he was telling me the kind of the same story, like, uh, grew up in a Christian household. My mom's good. You know, everyone's good. But he just, like, kind of just, like, faded off. And I don't think that there's a person to blame. It's definitely not the individual no, that, turned yeah. their, that has lost their relationship with Christ. It's not a person. It's not a parent letting them down. I mean, mm -hmm. I think that those things help. Yeah. We as Christians have to be bold and, and help expose people to the next step because it's a lifelong journey. It's yeah. not like, I'm saved. I'm done. There's That's a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. But, um being bold and understanding that now I'm here, I've decided to follow Christ. I got to start getting in the community, sharpening our circle. So that circle is like a blade, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cutting yeah. through the dirtiness of this yeah, world, the, the toughness of this world and uh, not losing sight of what the end result is. Mm -hmm. Heaven, time with Jesus, mm -hmm. eternity, paradise, all this stuff. Yeah. 
and bringing more people populating heaven being disciples just like he called us to be Mm -hmm. it's huge yeah yeah i feel like too and again we'll get to more stuff um man but kind of how you were just saying (laughs) you know eternity uh is forever just so you guys know yeah so why 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 would i answer me this Jalen? yeah why would i want to become a christian if i'm listening to this podcast because I know Jalen James, and I think he's cute, mm-hmm. or I think he can dance, or I want to get in with him and whatever, whatever. Yeah. Why should I become a Christian? Why oh, does this so, matter to that's me? That's so good. That's so deep, too. Um, this is a whole different episode. Yeah. Just hang in there with us. Yeah. We got a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, should I answer right now, or should we save it? <laughs> save it. Save it? Okay. Yeah, put that one in the archive. I will say this. I will say this. Um, and I'll, get, I'll just give you a... Uh, I'll give you like a sneak peek as to what my answer would be. And it really, it's kind of a majority of my answer. Why do I want to become a Christian? Oh, Jalen James, like you said, is a Christian. Why should I become a Christian? Um, me personally, I'm going to say one thing, and it's happiness become, happiness comes from, sorry, happiness is based on circumstances. Joy is based on Jesus. Mm, yeah. And joy is completely different from happiness y'all i Can't wish joy. yeah yeah i that. wish uh we could go in deeper about this but i'm just gonna say joy is based on jesus and when i say that i mean my joy will never be affected by anything that anybody could do in this world mm-hmm. anything it's too late my car could break down i still got joy yeah i may be pissed off in the moment <laughs> but i still got joy yeah it's completely different. Happiness is based on the circumstances around you. So, like I said, my car breaks down. Sure, I'm not happy, but I still got joy. Why? Because maybe my car broke down because Jesus didn't want me to go down the street and get in a car wreck. Yeah. He may be saving me from something that I could have never imagined. So, yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of that situation, thank you, God, my car broke down. Who knows what could have happened? Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. It's all joy based on him. Mm-hmm. He, he put you where you want him, yeah. where, where he wants you. Um, like and, I said, we, he got time today. Yeah, he got time. He got time yeah. for every situation. Yeah, because Jesus, Jesus doesn't have no clock. Yeah. I mean, time, even time is a human constructed mm-hmm. thing. Um, we have the sun and the moon, and that should be our clock. Yeah. That's uh, different. Like, <laughs> we got so stuff. many tangents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, so practically speaking then, mm-hmm. what does it look like in your day? Yeah. You wake up. And you just brush your te- brush your teeth. Hopefully, you got stinky breath if you don't. But you just wake up, you brush your teeth, and you're like, "All right, I'm gonna start my day." What does it practically look like to be a Christian? Yeah. Um, how much time does it take? I got a lot of questions. How much time does it take? Depends on how much you love. Ooh. <laughs> Depends that's on how a, much that's, you love. That's but that's okay, yeah. but that's questionable too, though. Yeah. No. Because I, because right we heart. could all love Jesus the same amount, but how much are you meditating on the Word? Yeah. How much are you digesting what God has called you to do? So, for example, if you wake up every morning, and I'm guilty of this too. Zach is too. We've talked about it multiple times. If I wake up in the morning, I get on my phone, and I'm on TikTok for an hour. Instead, (laughs) yeah, whoops. Instead, I should have been woke up. Instead of grabbing my phone, I should have grabbed my Bible and said, I'm going to read this for an hour. And it's not the fact that like, because I I see a lot of people talk about this too. They're like... um, What's his name? Uh, David, David uh, something on TikTok. Uh, he basically does like one minute sermons mm. like on TikTok. And it's really good. It's packed with information. Um, but like a couple, like all the time he'll say, don't think that you've done enough just by picking up your Bible and reading a couple verses. Yeah. And not digesting it fully. Yeah. Because there's, <clears throat> there's a difference between reading 
and there's a difference between reading to understand. Yeah, studying. Yeah, yeah. And and so you know to continue off that question, wake up in the morning, meditate on the word, and then through the rest of the day, I don't care what you do as long as it is in God's will for your life. Yeah. If it's you know you have a job, say you have you know you work a nine to five. Well, I get up at seven, I read for an hour until eight. I get ready for work. I'm at work by nine. What are you doing in your nine to five to make it look like you are a child of God? Yeah, that's so huge. Um, I keep saying, um, you're good. So yeah, I think for me, it's yeah. And yeah, for you too, what's it look like, you know, on a day to day basis to be a child of God? Yeah. I mean, I've got a little bit more of a, I would say conventional life than Jalen. I'm not a TikTok influencer. I just yeah, because I I'm sit a, at home all day. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Send me stuff, no. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> no. Um, uh, I'm a. I do software consulting for the government, and so I work from home. I wake up about six thirty, seven a.m. Take my my dog Howie out, uh, go on a walk, and then I brush or I brush my teeth first, actually, because I'm one of those people. Yeah, bro. I ain't gonna stink breath either. I brush mine. Believe yeah. that. <laughs> um. Take him out, brush my teeth, take him out. And lately for the last couple of months, I've been starting my day in the word. I used to have a really high standard that I held myself to and almost put mm-hmm. pressure on myself. So that's one thing I do want to warn. And sometimes, yeah, go yeah, ahead, go ahead. Sometimes you put too much pressure on yourself to, to know it all. You never will. No. The more you read, the more you understand, the less you understand, but the more you get it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I think that, anyway, for me, yeah, I wake up and... I start my day in the word. I read. I try to have a standard where I don't talk to anybody else until I have God in the word just to set the tone, build my foundation of my day on the word. Um, that way, when I join my morning meetings, I have that joy. And it's not temp- it's not temporary, but it's like, oh, yeah, like I'm a Christian. Yeah, I'm I got remembering Jesus. this. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. No matter what kind of stuff hits the fan at work, I'm mm-hmm. good, you know. Um, and then, you know, I do a daily office where at 2 o'clock every day, I just literally go into my prayer closet and just like sit and Sometimes in silence, sometimes I pray out loud, sometimes I seek God's word, hopefully, hopefully he puts something on my heart. Sometimes I hear from him, sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. But I know I'm going to be back tomorrow because yeah. that's where I find yeah. God. Um, that's a big part, too, of being a Christian is giving God a space to work in your life, man. And no, and Go ahead. Yeah, go no ahead. different than you know the setup that we have here. Got podcast mics. Got, he's in here. Yeah, yeah, he's in here. We're two more gathered, you know. Yeah. But we've created a space where we can bring the podcast, whether mm-hmm. we're talking about Christ or talking about sports, mm-hmm. um, relationships, whatever it is. But we have a place for this. So we know I can go visit the podcast station here. Yeah. Same with your relationship with Christ. One of the people that, or one of the couples that brought me in um, to my life and just literally changed my life forever, showed me what Jesus looks like in, in my world. Um, they have a prayer bench that they go to and they pray together for the people in their life and I've known these people for a long time. I get choked up thinking about it, but they just told me years ago that, you know, you have to have a place where you go and be with God. Mm-hmm. That way, when you walk by it, you remember, you think about it and you have a place that you go to, not different than the office at work. Um, and they said that they go there and they pray and they have heard from God. They've had quiet days. They've seen life change and it all has happened behind that, th- that prayer bench. And they said they prayed for things in my life that have come to pass. Um, so again, you know, that's a little bit of a rant, but just giving God a space, like a physical space in your life. Yeah. Ashley goes in the living room and, and mm-hmm. reads your Bible every morning, you mm-hmm. know, it's huge. Um, sets the tone, builds the yeah. rhythm, all that stuff. So for sure. Yeah. Um, and 
what I was going to say too, uh, again, is don't feel like you got to put so much pressure on yourself, especially if you are listening to this podcast and this is your first time, you know, <clears throat> devoting your life to God. Don't feel like, man, these guys have their whole life together and Psych. they're in their word every day. Dude, there's days where I'm like jam-packed with stuff and instead yeah. of putting God first, I try and put him last and now it's, oh, I'm too tired and I just go to sleep. Yeah, facts. Like, that stuff happens, guys. Like, don't feel like just because you've given your life to God that, you know, mis mistakes aren't going to happen. That's complete opposite. If anything, you're more aware of your mistakes now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's where, you know, you have to have that self-discipline and that humility of, okay, I may have fell short one day, but God still loves me. His mercy, his grace, his love is more than I could imagine. And today I'm going to bounce back. Yeah. And so... Uh, just definitely keep that in mind. Keep keep in mind that you know through everything, through every situation, God's still gonna love you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and also clarification: when we talk about one thing that that irks me a little bit in our world is that people say, "Oh, I believe in God," and I'm like, "Which which God?" Yeah, <laughs> hey, who we are you talk about? about. Yeah, um, one of the important things to understand is we're talking about. Yahweh, the yes. God of Jacob, the yes. God of Isaac, the God of is the God of Israel, mm -hmm. you know, the one who is, was, and is still to come. Yeshua. Um, Exodus 34, I said it earlier, it's five through six, Yahweh the Lord. When mm -hmm. Moses asked him, Who are you? He says, Yahweh. Mm -hmm. Um, the Lord, the God of compassion and mercy. I am slow to anger and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. I lavish love to a thousand generations. I forgive inequity, rebellion, and sin, but I do not excuse the guilty. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children and grandchildren. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations. We'll mm -hmm. unpack that later. That's mm -hmm. a heavy part, but it's beautiful, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. One thing I would do want to say is he says, okay, I um, lay the sins of parents on the grandchildren and children for third and fourth generation. But also above that, you see, he says, I lavish unfailing love to a thousand generations. Mm -hmm. So he is telling us that he is basically a thousand times more loving and faithful and mm. slow to anger than he is uh what is that word where you come down like punishing Pun uh yeah yeah, yeah not yeah. punishing but you know what i'm saying yeah. uh yeah he's Dis just disciplining yeah disciplining. Yeah. yeah yeah um so again clarification on that that's the god that we're talking yeah. about here yahweh yeah. um <clears throat> and, and no you go ahead i actually lost where i was <laughs> uh and in that too we're talking about all three the holy trinity yeah the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And Gosh, got we have a lot to talk about. Yahweh, Yeshua, Jesus, mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And uh, shoot, I mean, we are getting close to time anyway, so we'll wrap Gosh. up. But yeah, um, we could talk for literally hours. That's kind of what started the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was sitting there talking to Ashley. Um, Ashley's my girlfriend. Emily is his wife, for those of you. We'll, we'll get there eventually. But yeah, um, I was talking to Ashley. I was like, man, I feel like I should start a podcast. I can just talk for days. And like we did the podcast in Miami at the house, the content house. And I was like, man, I love this. I want to keep doing this. And then they stopped it. So I was like, all right, well, there's the one thing I enjoyed about this house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and my room. My room was nice. But uh, I, was, I was talking to Ashley. I was like, man, I, I want to start a podcast. I just don't really know who to do it with. You know, like I, I want like somebody I can sit and talk to. And then she was like, really? And I was like, what? She was like, Zach. I was like, <laughs> oh, true. We can actually like use my platform for something. And like, yeah. So we're, we're excited. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything we've talked about today, I feel like is 
mm-hmm. is very vital to becoming a child of God, to becoming a follower of Christ. Um, lots of questions to yeah, be man. answered. I mean, you know, you think about, we both grew up playing sports, and, mm-hmm. you know, tap me when we're at time, but we both grew up playing sports, and uh, you always leave the field or the court or whatever it is, and you just feel like, Sometimes you feel like you gave it your all, but you know there's something left in the tank. Always. It's kind of how we feel with this podcast right now, I feel. We talked about this a second ago, too, is like, especially episode one, got a lot more to come. We're excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on the topic of sports, yeah, Super Bowls. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about sports a little bit. We'll Quick wrap pivot. Up. <laughs> yeah. We'll wrap up the whole, the whole Christian talk for y'all. Yeah, um, man. Yeah, man. Like we said earlier, we're in KC, KC natives. So KC Mo. We've got the Super Bowl coming up. Uh, literally... So when we drop this, it'll be the week of. So um, very excited. Very, very excited. If anybody knew me from before I moved to Kansas City, know that I stopped becoming a Broncos fan when I went to college. So 2015, okay, (laughs) I was no longer a Broncos fan. For everyone who knew me as a Broncos fan before, I stopped becoming a Broncos fan in 2015. So I have to put that out there because there's some people like, weren't you a Broncos? No, okay. So all through college, I didn't like any NFL team because I thought I'd play in the NFL. Mm. Didn't happen. And then uh, God saved me yeah. <laughs> and Better brought things. me to Kansas City. Yeah. And so I became a Chiefs fan. You kind of have to if you move to KC, right? I don't know. I'm a, I, I oh, yeah. He's still a Seahawks. But yeah. you're from there. You're from there. Yeah, I, I grew up in Seattle. Yeah. So In Iowa, we ain't got nobody. Yeah. You got nothing in nothing. Iowa. Nothing. <laughs> I don't even... You have nothing in Iowa. Nothing. We <laughs> yeah. have the Iowa Barnstormers, which is arena football. The Barnstormers. Yeah, Barnstormers. Literally, that was our name. Okay. <laughs> Barnstorm, we got the Barnstormers. We've got... Respect to the Barnstormers. You we've guys got, are doing We have great. A, uh, a G League NBA team. Oh, you do. The, yeah, the Se- Iowa Wolves. T-Wolves affiliate? Yeah, okay. I think so. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think. <laughs> I don't, don't know. Like yeah. No, I don't even go to any Iowa events anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we dro- I, I drove through Iowa one time on the way to Chicago, and it was... It's not that bad. Yeah. No, it was It was bad. It was nothing but ice roads. <laughs> it was also because you were going to Chicago, though. There's nothing yeah, on the we were way going there. To Chicago, yeah. There's nothing on the way there. So yeah. that's fair. Um, but yeah, what's your prediction for the game? I'm going Chiefs. Chiefs win. Okay. I'm going 34 27. 34. That's a good. I like that score. Yeah. I like that score. I'm not going to steal that score. MVP. Yeah. 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 I think Pat's going to go off. Like it's Patrick Mahomes. Off, off. Yeah, it's Patrick Mahomes. Um, I'm going to say, obviously, as a Chiefs fan, um, my brother's an Eagles fan, actually. Oh. We're trying to go to the game. So Dang. I'm hoping that a brand sees this and they say, hey, Jay, <laughs> we got to get you out there. Uh, but I got, I got Chiefs. Um, I haven't picked the score yet. I don't know. It's tough. I'm thinking... I don't think the Eagles are going to score as much as people think. Really? Yeah. I go back and forth because they can run the ball, bro. Like, they can tote the rock. But, yeah. But it's Chris Jones. Like, Chris Jones. Maybe they might score. I don't Ah, I don't yeah, know. I'll come tough. back with a score at some point. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. You guys will see it, like, on Instagram or TikTok or something. But I got the Chiefs. Just know that. Yeah. So, but we're excited um, for, for the Super Bowl and then, obviously, for the rest of this podcast. Um yeah, this is episode one, man. Episode of so many to come. Yeah. And if you guys ever have any questions. Um, Suggestions. Yeah, please, please, please reach out on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever you guys have. 
me and hopefully Zach on soon. Yeah. Um, actually, plug yourself real quick. What's your Instagram? Oh man, Zach White twenty five or something like that. Yeah, you could probably you could probably go to his and find me. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I posted I posted them. I think you follow me. You better. Yeah, I follow okay. you. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm not on social media like that. So yeah. yeah. But if you guys have any questions, um, find us somehow. You guys could even email me. It's in my Instagram. Um, and of course, this will be on YouTube. So if you guys are watching this on YouTube, drop in the comment section below any questions you guys have. Yeah. And uh, we will definitely answer them. Some some answers will be a little more in depth. They could, you know, go for a whole episode for all we know. And, Just about uh, every every other topic, every other sentence we said deserves yeah, can go on a, an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't even know how long we've been going. It's probably been about thirty minutes, thirty five, maybe oh, even longer. Yeah, I, I should have timed it. I'm yeah. an idiot. Ah, <laughs> humility. But uh, yeah, humility. <laughs> um, again, we appreciate you guys so so much. This is the Holy Hustle, and we are so excited to continue this journey with you guys. So. Uh, We appreciate you guys. Make sure you guys share this on all other platforms. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Peace and love. And God bless. God bless.